0: You're listening to Rewind to listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. A very nice way for the 76ers to head into their nine-day All-Star game break by knocking off the L.A. Clippers' 110-103. to I'm Brian Seltzer down here at the center. A great win, the latest very impressive win for a 76ers team that desperately needed to come back home get on a home floor where they have been fantastic this year, use that advantage to their benefit, and right the ship going into the break. I mean, obviously, you think back to this time last week, a really difficult loss against the Miami Heat on the road. The 76ers, seven days later, in a completely different spot. They took what they were getting. They adapted. They adjusted specifically to tonight. Some tweaks were made to the lineup the rotation, and the end result was a really, really good win. The Sixers now 34-21 on the year at the All-Star game break. They are a near-perfect 25-2 and NBA best here at the center. They've managed to get through the unofficial first half of the season while playing without a full, healthy roster of players for the majority of the season so far. And if you look at the top four teams in each conference in the east, that's Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, and the top four teams in the west, Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, Jazz, 76ers have beaten each of those teams, some of them convincingly. And if you step back and look at the big picture, uh, maybe uh, lift yourself up above some of the chatter in recent days, not to say that it should be ignored in the least, but the big picture view, 30,000 feet, the Sixers have a lot of good items on their resume that they should feel solid about heading into the All-Star break. Is there a lot more work to be done Absolutely. If you just heard Brett Brown, he wouldn't tell you any different. Um, This is kind of what the regular season is about. You stub your toe, you run into some obstacles, and that's why you have the 82-game schedule to work through it, figure some things out, and try to make the necessary adjustments. And uh, whether or not some of the changes the 76ers made tonight have A, staying power, and B, will pan out, that remains to be seen, but for tonight, the Sixers, by bringing Al Horford off the bench, regardless of who else was in his spot in the starting lineup, it was Furkan Corkmaz in the first half, Glenn Robinson the third in the second half. It gave the Sixers a nice lift, especially in the early stages of the second quarter, late stages of the first quarter, when the Sixers built up a 12-point lead to get control of this game. The Clippers fought back. They never went away. It was tied up at the half, but the 76ers were really resilient. They played great defense. I agree with Tom McGinnis. He talked about this at the end of the broadcast, even though Kawhi went for 30 and was 12 for 23 from the field. Ben Simmons, real aggressive on him. Uh, Al Horford played him tough at times. Matisse Thibel got a few cracks. Paul George, he missed some shots, but 3 of 15 from the field. Great job by the Sixers tonight. And Lou Williams... You know, five for 15, two, six from three, 13 points. You certainly can live with that. Sixers beat the Clippers 110 103. The question was, could the 76ers head into the All-Star game break on a really positive note after a tough run over the last couple weeks? And the answer was yes. They beat the Clippers 110-103, a really spirited, energized effort from the Sixers' two All-Stars, Ben Simmons, who was so important in that first half when the Sixers built up a 12-point lead. Joel Embiid back to his old self, 26 points, 9 rebounds, and one hugely emphatic block shot on Marcus Morris Sr. in the closing minutes of the game. Tobias Harris was aggressive, particularly in the first quarter. 17 points for him, and Josh Richardson helped close the deal with 17 of his 21 in the fourth. Tom, this was a really good performance by the 76ers, and it certainly changes the feel of things going into the break. It definitely does, and as I said earlier, what a difference a week
1: makes and what a difference between home and road. Now 25 victories here, 25 of their 34 right here at the center, and the crowd was unbelievable. And Bede and the crowd kind of melded back into one right off the bat. That was kind of neat. And it's just, you know, as a sports fan, you come into the arena, and you know it's, as you said, a marquee matchup. Kawhi Leonard against the Sixers once again, a really good team from the West, and the Clippers third overall. And, hey, they've beaten the Lakers twice with two more to go. And then in the game delivers you know there was so much intensity great play all around and just a really fun night here
0: in the building Sixers over the Clippers 110-103 and still Tom keeping within some of the big picture themes I mean listen 34 wins at the break is nothing to uh brush aside you mentioned the home record and also like they haven't just beaten some of the best teams in each conference they have a win at least one win against the top four in each conference some of these wins have been handily Secured by the Sixers. You think about uh, the Thursday night game at Boston, the Saturday game against the Lakers here a few weeks ago, uh, home win over the Toronto Raptors. I Christmas mean, Day against of Milwaukee. Of course, the signature. Um, and then tonight where, like the Sixers, you could, you'd have to say they have acquitted themselves against some of the top-tier competition in the league. No doubt
1: about it. And on par and on balance, ready for another 50-win season and yet you're still looking for consistency, and yeah. you've got to have a better record on the road. And now, I mean, like you've added to the talent pool with the likes of Burks and Robinson, and like I said, Furcon, even though he was scoreless here tonight, he's really become a player. I think the Sixers can count on for that deep ball and and overall play, and you got Josh Richardson back and, and healthy, and And Ben and Joel playing at a high level. And, of course, Tobias has had a steady season throughout, averaging 20 points per game. Who knows how long this Horford off-the-bench deal will be part of the mix. But, oh, by the way, he still played 28 minutes and had a major impact in the game. You'll have 28 games remaining. And, uh, you know, again, what you want to do, and it's probably taken a little bit more even for the coach. And Brett Brown said, hey, we're still trying to figure some things out to get to the point where you're playing at peak performance. But you want to be doing that. In the middle of April, into May, and hopefully beyond. And so and you want it as best as possible to increase your chances to get a home court advantage. But to your overall point, they've taken on the best and they've beaten some of the best teams
0: in the NBA. Sixers over the Clippers, 110-103. And I think, Tom, obviously one of the big storylines now for after the All-Star game break is what happens to the starting lineup, what happens to the rest of the rotations. And um, listen, Brett Brown uh, rightfully praised Al Horford for the way he went about his business tonight. Horford was terrific. And listen, the buttons that Brett pushed tonight, they worked. No doubt about it. And tonight I thought you
1: saw more pick and roll with Simmons and they've done it. I, I call that a little snug pick and roll, little pocket pick and roll down low. Uh, and then uh, I thought Ben was really good today. Yeah. I mean, driving toward the basket, and and you're right. And again, you know, everyone places so much emphasis on the starters, and understandably so. And, and as a and as a basketball player, you want to start. That's you want to be known as a starter. But look at Lou Williams. I mean, he started tonight. He's had whatever he's had, 12, 18 starts for them in the absence of Beverly. But he plays, you know, and he scores. He has a major impact for them. He's been sixth man of the year a couple of times. Point being, Horford still played 28 minutes. He doesn't average many more minutes than that. And, you know, and sometimes when you get in there against a different group uh, and then he is going to play with Joel, it can be advantageous. And so, you know, tonight tweak the starting lineup a little bit and, and we'll see what happens going forward. But all told, the Sixers have a very good record, great talent, and they know, I think this team knows, that they can be even better. And, you know, you look at that team a couple of years ago when they added Marco and Irsan, and and they won, what, 18 games in a row going into the playoffs, and I'm not saying that's going to happen, but you want to catch that type of momentum, find a groove where everybody, you know, feels comfortable, and there's a little bit more of continuity offensively, and, and you get a healthy for the stretch run, and, Hey, and who knows? And that that's, you know, that's thats what—that's what's coming up for the Sixers. It could be very exciting, that's for sure.
0: 76ers beat the Clippers 110-103. What does a veteran radio man do during his All-Star game?
1: Well, my mother listens dutifully out in Phoenix, Arizona. We're all going out to see, them nice. and see her. So, again, the All-Star break has changed so much, you know, and it's a break that everybody around the organization, certainly basketball side, really relishes, it, again, years earlier you look at the schedule and you go oh last game's a road game oh and the season restarts with a road now it's it's nine days eight, eight days so it doesn't matter if you start at home or on the road it's it's a great respite for the finish and then hopefully you play 20 22 post-season games and you get into the into the conference finals and lord willing the nba finals but It'll be nice, and it'll be great to be back uh, against Brooklyn here. It's Pride Night. The Sixers hosting the Nets and another national televised game. And then they go to Milwaukee right after that with a rematch with Giannis and whatnot. So it figures to be exciting and uh, certainly glad to have the break but anxious to get back as well.
0: All righty. Well, enjoy it. Thank you, Brian. 76ers, a nice going into the All-Star Game Break victory over the L.A. Clippers. 110-103, 26 apiece for Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Ben, his second straight triple-double, his sixth on the year. Third time in his career, he posts triple-doubles in back-to-back games. He also had 12 boards and 10 dimes. Joe... It was all there for him tonight. Nine rebounds and a block. 17 points, 12 rebounds for Tobias Harris. Nine points, six rebounds, three assists, and two blocks for the ultimate pro, Al Horford. Getting it done, two at night, and 21 for Josh Richardson. He was the man who helped finish things off in the fourth quarter. All right, anticipated matchup. Here's how it sounded down here at the center, called by the one and only Tom McGinnis. Joel Embiid... Certainly had been a much-discussed man, we'll put it that way, as of late. And this is how his game started tonight. Ben in the building on Zubats, couldn't get it to go, but he's well with the rebound. And Embiid scores it.
1: And Embiid to the crowd. Here we go. They've made up. It's beautiful. It's all
0: over. Embiid made a shot, and he got the crowd right back on his side could feel the love early and often. The 76ers were not down for long. That's because Ben Simmons took his game up a notch.
1: He goes behind his back in the lane to Simmons. Simmons going into the lane and scores it. Good job by the Sixers. They go right into Ben. So there's another ball handler. And Simmons benefits with his second
0: field goal of the game. Sixers by six. 76ers leading 22-16. They were up 30-22 thanks to a 12-0 run at the end of the first quarter. In the second, the Sixers went up by as much as 12. Then Kawhi Leonard, Landry Shamit started knocking down some threes, and the 76ers found themselves in a tight fight. Leonard one-on-one with Simmons on the left side. Kawhi Leonard puts the ball down. It's loose. Ben knocked it away. Leonard gets it
1: back. He tumbles into the backcourt. Has a steal. Now Simmons driving down the lane. Layup up and good. He went right at Kawhi and won the battle. Six is a layup by Ben
0: Simmons. 46-45. It would be a tie game. 54 apiece at the break in the third quarter. The 76ers got off to a really nice start. Into the lane, blocked though no, by Horford. Sixers' ball. Tobias with it.
1: Harris out top drives on Harrell behind the back in the lane. Simmons out a jam. Over first slam. Ben Simmons puts it in. Great job by Harris, drawing two defenders and a little
0: wrap round down to Benny. Sixers by 12. That's the Sixers' largest lead of the game at a dozen 77-65. Those Clippers would not go away. The margin was cut to uh, a little bit tighter. Four points going into the fourth, 81 to 77. Lou Williams knocked down a three to make it a 91 90 game with about seven minutes to go. And that's when the 76ers turn things over to Josh Richardson.
1: Ball goes all the way up top to Al and now to Josh Richardson for three. It's good! He made a triple from the top. And Richardson with an aggressive shot out top. It's good for three. He's got a dozen. Horford with a dish. Simmons on a drive, Simmons drops it off, Richardson with a layup, what a pass by Ben Simmons, and drops it off at the doorstep, and Josh Richardson rings the bell, two points up and good, and a sold out crowd on its feet here in Philadelphia, 96-90. to 90.
0: That's when you felt like the Sixers were really starting to get going, positioning themselves for a victory, fittingly it was Richardson that pretty much put this thing away. Josh Richardson turns the corner on Kawhi, into the lane, left hand layup is gone, and a foul on Leonard! Josh
1: Richardson is in the crowd! He is celebrating big time! Richardson with a
0: great driving left hand layup and a foul on Kawhi Leonard. Awesome moment and what was a very awesome game on an awesome night for Josh Richardson. 76ers fend off the Clippers, 110 to 103. Sixers held L.A. to 44 and a half percent shooting. The uh, the Clippers were 14 of 31 from outside the arc. That was. One of the key areas for them that kept them in the game. Sixers shot 46% overall, but 8 for 27 from three-point territory. The Sixers outscored the Clippers by 5 from the free-throw line, getting there 8 more times. Sixers were big on the glass, plus 8, plus 6 in offensive rebounding. They outscored the Clippers 15-3 to three on second-chance points and 58-38 to 38 in the paint. Only 8 turnovers for the 76ers. It was a low turnover game, only 9 committed by the Clippers. 30 points for Kawhi Leonard. He had three three three-pointers to go with four rebounds, nine assists, and two block shots. Just 11 for Paul George on three for 15 shooting. He did have 12 rebounds, five assists, and one block. 19 for old Landry Shamit off the bench. He connected on five threes. 13 for Lou Williams. Sixers led by Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, each with the 26-point total. Uh, Ben Simmons finishing with his sixth triple-double. He also had 12 rebounds and 10 dimes. Joe had nine boards and a block shot. Tobias Harris 17 and 12. Al Horford off the bench. Nine points, six rebounds, three assists. Furkan Korkmaz, hey, it's NBA living scoreless after an amazing start to the homestand, going for 65 over the last two games. But you know what? That's life. Uh, And now uh, it's just on to the next one. 76ers stars played like it tonight. Josh Richardson going for 21. He was plus 24, 17 points in the fourth as the Sixers improved to 34 and 21. They've won three in a row. They are in fifth place at the All-Star game break, and they're almost unbeatable here at the center. Now 25-2. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes of the day after every 76ers game this season.